hello, hello, and welcome to West Franklin Talks. My name is Dave Cruz, and he is Matt Pearson, our campus and teaching pastor. Hey, everybody. And after being gone for a week, he has said, I'll be back, and he's excited. I am. I am. It's like absence makes the heart grow fonder. We missed you last week. Yeah, I heard it was pretty bad. Uh, no, it was actually a lot of fun. Probably one of the better ones we've ever had. Um, but, you know, we'll, we'll credit that to Josh and, and not yeah, you. Yeah, Josh uh, did a great job preaching, by the way. He really did. Yeah. I mean, we set the bar pretty low, and he, like, hurdled that with no yeah, issue, yeah, no yeah. problem. Following you up was... I mean, I set the bar even lower, so I made it really easy for him. So it's good. It's good. So we're here today. We're going to dig into your sermon yeah. from this past Sunday. Yeah. But before we do that. Super excited about this. Super excited because we have had some change that is actually a positive change for once what? on our campus. Uh-huh. Matt, why don't you tell what's going on? Wes Franklin, I hope you're sitting down. We have a new administrative assistant. She began Monday, July 6th, has already almost single-handedly transformed everything about the administrative ideals of our church, and her name is Jessica Widelick. Hey! Jessica Widelick, as if what you want to do with a ice cream cone. Yes. Yes. Take a wide lick but yes. it's not spelled anything no, how, like how that do you, how do you not spell wide lick w-e-i-d-l-i-c-h something like that sure something yeah. like that now you're not from around here are you jessica i'm not where are you from northeastern pennsylvania northeastern pennsylvania and you still all your family's out there all of them yep tell me real briefly about your winters oh cold snowy you like perfect. snow love it and you're a snow person yes so you're rather disappointed with the southern version of winter, which is just sheets of ice. Yes. Yeah. I kind of panic when I see snow. I mean, if I know I'm going to be home, I'm fine. But I grew up in the south. So how long have you been down south now? You, you, you're you from Pennsylvania. When did you decide to make the trek down to God's country? I'm sorry. Just kidding. <laughs> when did you decide to make the trek down to the south? December of 2004. December 04. So this year will be 16 years ago. Yeah. Dare I ask how old you were when you moved here? No, you here? can't ask that from an HR standpoint. Sorry. <laughs> we're not allowed to ask This questions. isn't an interview. It's okay. Shh. Are you serious right now? <laughs> Am I smiling? You can't see my mouth I behind, can't see the behind the mic. behind the microphone. So December 2004. <laughs> All right. What, what brought you down to Tennessee from Pennsylvania? Well, I had turned 18 eight days prior to my move okay and for those I, that can do math <laughs> you just figured out how old she is <laughs> um i just knew at that time i didn't want to go to college right away but i did not want to live with my parents forever and so mm-hmm. i had done some research my senior year of high school and figured out cost of living and apartments and jobs and all of that and so i moved yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you moved and, and here you here here you came and you're still here still here love it love it awesome have your do your parents ever come yes mm-hmm. good love to meet them yeah they're great so your parents are still still around and doing well and Very what about well. what about siblings uh younger brother he's yeah. 32 married to a wonderful woman named rachel his name's ryan Okay. Great. Hey, Ryan, if you're listening. Hey, <laughs> Ryan, I, w- I need to meet you so you can tell me some stuff about your sis. He could tell you some stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what brothers and sisters do. Yes. 
All right. So you have been on staff within Brentwood. You've actually attended Brentwood for a while, uh, mm -hmm. whether it's Kairos, the Brentwood campus. You're still very active at the Ave South campus, whatever that looks like now in the midst of COVID, but still very active there. Well, what what did you do? You were on staff at the Ave South campus before you moved a long way away, which we'll get to in just a second. Yep. What did you do at the Ave South, Ave South campus on staff there? Well, I started on staff there as a wing coordinator under uh, Ellen Dunn, who was our children's minister at the time. And then she left our church, and I stepped into her role uh, on an interim basis until I moved yeah. a long way away. Yes, so. yes. So she moved a long way away from home in December of 2004. And, and then, then later, she moved even farther away. Much farther. Yes, she did. Where, where exactly did you move to? I moved to Seoul, South Korea. Seoul, South Korea. That's like on the other side of the world, Dave. Literally. I mean, that's a long way to go to get some good fried rice. <laughs> you know, it is. If that's if that's why you're going, you have issues. Yes. I went for the kimchi. Went I've never had kimchi. that. What is kimchi? Fermented Ooh, cabbage. Yeah. My parents went on a mission trip to Korea one time. Their breath stank for a month. Mm -hmm. I, I honestly think do. every time I eat cabbage at my parents' house, it's fermented. So I may have had that. Just yeah, you didn't know that's what it was. It, yep. it, it, it's raunch. You can get it in some stores. Can't wait to go try that. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I like cabbage if it's slawed. I don't like slawed. Not kimchi'd. We'll find so, out. So why'd you go to South Korea? I went to do children's ministry with one of Brentwood's partner churches over there, uh, Ocean City Soul. Brentwood has a missionary family over there, the Cho family, and I went to go work with them in the church that they planted. If you go to the Brentwood website, can you, and the mission partner, can you find it? I don't, I don't know. I'd like, our people may be interested in checking that out. Yeah, you should be able to, yeah. uh, at least the Cho family, and learn more about what they're doing over there. I know Ocean City Church has a Facebook page and Instagram page, and you can find out more about what they're doing too. Ocean City Church. Mm -hmm. So Ocean's an acronym. Uh, it's one church engaging all nations. Oh, uh, so it's not by an ocean. It's not. So I was fixing to say, do they have a pastor or? <laughs> no, no beaches in Seoul. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think so. Uh, okay, I like that. So you were there for how long? Uh, just under a year. Just under a year. And you had planned to be there longer than that. I did. But this little thing perhaps our listeners have heard called coronavirus or COVID-19 or this pandemic happened. Sure did. And that brought you home. Mm -hmm. It happened in Korea before it happened in America. So we had to make some very quick decisions. Yes. And that landed me in Europe when the European ban went <laughs> for flights. And so I had to finagle how to get home from there. And then I ended up back in the U.S. Yeah. If you're listening, when, when you get an opportunity to talk to Jessica, ask her about getting home. <laughs> yes. Interesting story. Inter interesting story. Now, you are now, because you were, you had rented your place while mm -hmm. you were there, which is still being rented until yep. later this year, you are now staying with a West Franklin member. I sure am. Yeah, Sarah Cooley. Sarah Cooley. Yes. If many of you, most all of you know Sarah. If you don't, you know that she's the one with the angelic voice with long brown hair. <laughs> on, that stands on the stage often with with Brad and others on Sunday morning. Yeah. So you're staying with Sarah. Y'all yeah. great friends. Sarah Sarah recommended you highly. She's not the only Good reference I called. By the way, but there were <laughs> she was she was one of many. Um, what 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 made you interested in this position? I mean, you you your application your resume looks fantastic, qualified in a lot of things. Why why step into an admin role where you have to work with somebody like Dave Cruz? Oh, that's the worst. <laughs> Tell you. <laughs> uh, well, thank you for all of that. Um, I think one of the unique things that I realized in Korea 
was that I love ministry, but I am administratively gifted. Mm -hmm. And so for 12 and a half years before I moved to Korea, I was in an administrative role as a director of human resources. And I love ministry and I love admin. And this job is a chance to do both of those things. Um, And I love the Brentwood family. And so it was an easy fit. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to put you on the spot. Okay. What have you learned about the church at West Franklin or the staff at West anything West Franklin and now your fourth day on the job? Oh wow. Um it's much much larger than I expected this building. The nickel dime 3 cent tour <laughs> that I was given my first day. Uh I was just amazed at this building. It's beautiful and spacious. Mm-hmm. Um but the staff has been really fun. Um the members have been super encouraging okay. uh, through Facebook yeah. posts yeah. and emails. It's just been really wonderful to be welcomed in such a great way. Yeah. Good. Dave, I don't I don't know if you know this or not, but she was talking about administrative. Yes, that word. Administratively gifted. Mm-hmm. While you were on a Zoom call mm-hmm. just a little bit ago, yes, she came in my office and said, "What would you like for me to do on Fridays when you're not here?" Good. <laughs> yeah. You know what I heard in the back of my mind? Hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah. She might have said you and the other staff, but I didn't pay attention. You didn't to hear the other, the other staff, staff portion. Or, no, yeah. No. no. No, no, that's fantastic. that's how you roll. It's fantastic. Any questions you want to ask Jessica that uh, you think our listeners might need to hear from her before we transition? Yes, I think this is a big one based on previous experiences with with Lindsay. Mm-hmm. She was awesome too. Mm-hmm. Jessica, where do you plan on worshiping on Sunday mornings? Oh yeah, that's a great question. Well, unfortunately, no, I no, will no, no. not be worshiping at the Church of West Franklin. <laughs> Where will you be? Yeah, I have been a part of the Avenue South congregation since they launched, and those are my people. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. So we wanted our people to hear that because we're used to having our AA on campus on Sundays. Right. Hear us say, if you need something from, from our admin, you have to do it Monday through Thursday. Friday. Yes, I I don't work on Friday, so I never think about Friday. Monday through Friday. Monday through Friday, or you're going to have to come find me on a Sunday. And Jessica's much nicer to talk to than I am. Yes, she is. She really is. Yeah, Yeah, no. (laughs) I mean, we're not not lying about that one. Yeah. Yeah, that's all I had. I just really wanted our folks to yeah, hear. Yes, so I'm glad. I'm glad you mentioned that because um, it's a it's a it's a real big deal. And we actually encouraged her to continue going to Half mm-hmm. South we because did. it's hard to come here and worship. I mean, Lindsay can testify to that. Yeah. Um, and so it's very difficult to come here and worship and and come as a worshiper. Yeah. So you're welcome here anytime, Jessica. Well, but thank you. I was here this past Sunday. Yes, you were. And heard yes, Josh. Yes. It was great. Yeah. Great question. I'm glad you asked that. Dave. Yeah. That's actually know, a good question. I have those probably once a month, so I'm yeah. done till yeah. August yeah. now. <laughs> so it's good. All right. It's good. So speaking of questions, Matt, are you ready to transition? Yeah, I am. All I right. am, Dave, but you look angry. Why are you angry? You want the laundry list? I can give you like 20 reasons. So so I'm right. You're you're angry. Oh, I, I'm always angry, yeah. but this time I actually have reasons for being angry. Mm. I was listening to a podcast this morning, mm-hmm. Bob Goff, mm-hmm. Dream Big. He was interviewing Beth Moore. And if, you've, if, you, if you're if you listening and you don't know Bob Goff or Beth Moore, just Google. There's like three people that have maybe haven't heard of them. But 
<laughs> they may all be in my they, family. They, they apparently are a lot alike. Okay. And, and Beth Moore said that she recently said to someone, I feel like I'm Bob Goff in a really bad mood. Mm. <laughs> I thought that was so funny because wow. he is always optimistic. Yeah. So. Uh, but anyway, you wouldn't strike me as a bad mood, and I really didn't think you were angry. But I asked the question because... I know why you asked. Twice in 11 verses, God asked Jonah, do you have any right to be angry? I mean, most of, most of us, as when we think of Jonah, we think of the guy that got swallowed by a big fish. Yes. Right? Which yeah. is true. That happened. I believe it really, really happened. However, the book ends with a very whiny, pouty, pitiful prophet. And so we'd be right to say he's the guy that was angry. Yes. He was the mad prophet. And actually, the book ends, and we don't know if he ever got over his wad. I was in Jonah chapter 4 on Sunday, yesterday, and um, we're, we're, exploring the, we're exploring questions God asks throughout the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. And this, this question is very, very hard. Why are you angry? A better translation may be, is it doing you any good to be angry? And most of the time, there's some justified anger that happens. Most of the time, our anger does not do us any good, except reveal some things that's going on in our heart. Mm-hmm. And so I believe God graciously pursues Jonah. You know, the first time God asked Jonah, why are you angry? Jonah doesn't give a response. He doesn't want to deal with it. He doesn't want to, he doesn't want to own up to his anger, which a lot of times when somebody asks me why I'm so angry, I don't want to respond either. Right. I want to deny that it's happening. My wife often asks me, why are you angry? And my first response is, I'm not angry. I'm just frustrated. Oh, okay. So, sure, that goes over well, too. Then yeah. she just looks at me yeah. like, no, you're angry. Yeah, well, I find myself saying, oh, I'm not angry. And I, my tone is very... Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so, anyway, it's it's God pursues him. God could have just left him. Okay, you want to just walk away and not deal with it? Fine. But he doesn't. Right. Pursues him. As, we'll talk, as we talked about Sunday, <laughs> he causes a plant to grow up. Then he, then he causes a worm to eat the plant. And Jonah is just madder than a hornet. And God says again, is it doing you any good to be angry? I want to re- reemphasize, of course, the point of the book of Jonah. But I, I think as far as this series goes, the reason we're asking these questions is because I want us to personally and congregationally ask the question, why are we angry? Mm-hmm. I do believe anger is an emotion that is revealing something that's going on in our heart. Yeah. And Dave, if I'm being honest, most of the time I'm angry. It's because I want God to do things on my terms and they didn't happen the way I wanted them to. And because when they happened on his terms, not mine, that's when I get mad. And I really believe that's why Jonah was angry, because he hated the Ninevites. Right. He wanted them obliterated. Yes. He would rather die than see them turn to the Lord or God be merciful to them. And so when he realized his plan was not God's plan and that God was operating in a way that he never thought should have happened, he was angry. Mm -hmm. And when I look at my life, the angriest I have been is when I've tried to be God. And I've wanted people out of my life. I've wanted situations out of my life. I didn't like it. This is the way it's supposed to go, God. And it's not going that way. Mm -hmm. And I'm mad. And God's gently but yet aggressively pushes us to where we say, okay, you say you love me. You say you worship me. You say you believe I'm sovereign over all things and that I'm good. But you ain't acting like it. So everybody seems to have an anger issue. Yeah. Whether whether they want to admit it or not. Mm-hmm. You, and you said, 
most of the time, anger is not a good thing. Mm-hmm. You said that a little bit ago. Don't remember that. Yeah. Yeah. How do we figure out when is our anger goodish versus not goodish? Yeah. Well, Jesus got angry. Yes, he did. He and got, that's exactly yeah. what I'm thinking about. He overthrew the tables in the temple. Mm-hmm. I'm not a professional counselor. Right. Okay. So this, I'm just, I don't know if I'm shooting from the hip, but I'm just going to process. So take what I'm about to say with a grain of salt. Okay. At the very end of the book, God asked Jonah, do you have any right to be angry about the plant? Mm-hmm. Okay. Without me unpacking everything, it's just kind of hard to hard to hard to do. That wouldn't have time to really unpack everything now. And then Jonah very pitifully says, "Yes, he doesn't." But right. you know as well as I do, when you're angry, you don't want to admit that you're wrong. Correct. Yes. So he just says, "Yes, I do have a right." Well, God asked this question. He says, "You care about this plant. Why shouldn't I care about these people?" That's my my translation. Mm-hmm. It's a value question. Okay. What? You value this personal comfort, Jonah. You value your agenda, Jonah. You value your plan, Jonah. What about my plan? This is what I value. Mm-hmm. So I think to answer your question, Dave, I think we've got to ask the question, if I'm angry, what is it revealing that I value? And if that value is outside of it being in line with God and what he values, I think we're in the wrong. Okay. Does that make sense? It does make sense. So I, I don't mean to get too technical, but I do believe there's a lot of things happening in Jonah 4. Yes. But I, I believe when he says, you care about this plant, I care about the Ninevites, it's a question of value. And Jonah was just mad because his value was in the wrong spot. Does that make sense? It does make sense. It does Jessica, make sense. does that make sense? Yeah. Jessica's like leaned back in the chair a do, mile from do, her mic going, do, I didn't think you were going to talk you, to me again. Well, I've only known you for, well, I've known you a while, but I've only worked up close and personal with you for four days. Do you ever get angry? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I hope I don't make her angry. I, 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 I hope when you do, I have a ringside seat. <laughs> yeah. You'll know it. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's, that's good. I, I'm I, not passive. Okay. That's good. <laughs> Can't that's good. wait. I'll ring the bell. Ding, ding, yeah. ding. Round, Round one. one. So, so value. I'm mad right now because something I value is taken away. I'm mad right now because something I value is not happening the way I think it should. Yeah, and as I think on this, I mean, here's where I'm wrestling again. You've sat with the text a lot longer than, than I have in this. I just sit there and go, is is Jonah mad over the the situation? Is he mad at the people of Nineveh? Because there are moments where I get mad at you. I mean, you and I have had some harder conversations mm-hmm. where one of us does something that hacks the other one off. Sure. But we we figure out quickly how to resolve it. Mm-hmm. We may not resolve the issue, but we we at least resolve the tension between us. Mm-hmm. But then there's moments that you have situations that you're just mad. Is that the same concept for as, as you think about the value of this, or is that some more of the relational tension of I'm a sinner, you're a sinner, we're both idiots, and uh, we're not on the same page? I think it's all involved, okay. and I'm, I'm not going to resolve the anger issue conundrum with this with this ser- no. sermon i don't think it resolves in in jonah chapters one two three and four if we're going to get to the bottom of what's going on with jonah i think i think jonah was racist i think jonah hated the ninevites and wanted to do everything in his power to keep god from them and to keep them from god and his anger was i hate these people yeah right i alluded to that in my sermon 
but this is more of the let's talk about this question. Sure. So to speak. So you posed a question to me two weeks ago. I posed it to Josh last week. I'm going to pose it to you this week. Hit me. Can I? I will be angry. <laughs> Y'all should have seen the, the eye roll he just gave me in that. Um, Ask me the question. Yes. What is the one thing you hoped people would hear out of your message this past Sunday? The one takeaway you want people to walk out with. That when you get angry, there's something going on that you need to deal with. Okay. And along with that, God is not done with you. Just because you have an anger issue doesn't mean you're not a Christian. Mm. Jonah was a prophet of God, a Hebrew, knew right theology, worshipped the God of the Bible, he says. And yet he had anger issues. Yeah. Just because you have anger issues does, mean, does not mean you're not a child of God. Mm. And when you get angry, it does not mean you have necessarily... Now, you can, you can abuse anger and it can get out of control really quick, so don't hear me yes. saying that. But lean into it as God's way of saying, let me free you. Mm. Can you imagine how Jonah's life would have been different, Dave, if he had just sat back and said, wow, God, what are you doing? Yeah. Instead of being so angry. Yeah. God, look what you're doing. I didn't think you could love these people. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I, How I, that would have changed things. I appreciate that God gave us this book. Mm-hmm. Like many books in the Bible, God doesn't put just a neat little bow mm-hmm. on everything. He yeah. leaves it right in the messiness. Oh, it's, oh, it's raw. Yeah. And just lets you sit there and go, oh, that's me. Yeah. Crud. Yeah. Next summer, I hope to take five weeks to go through the book of Jonah. Nice. Unless Corona has killed the internet. Or the second coming's happening. That'd be awesome. That would be nice. Yeah, I wish it didn't happen before the end of this podcast, Dave, because I'm still kind of mad. Really? No. About what? <laughs> I don't know. Do we need to go have a counseling session? No. Okay. No, I'm good. Okay, well, I'm glad you're good. I'm good. I'm glad you're good. Aren't you glad Jessica's with us? Uh, I, I can't tell you how excited I am about Jessica being part of our team. Yeah. Um, we, we mourned when Lindsay left. Yes. We pulled what little hair I have out in the interim between yes. Lindsay and Jessica, yes. and now she is here. And we're thankful. Bum, 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 and so we're looking. And it, and it smells a lot better in there. There hadn't been a female in the office in a long time. She's got a candle going. She has flowers. She has flowers. Yeah. It smells better. I mean, definitely. Yeah. Since since the whole Rona thing, it's just been guys. Yeah. I mean, Kelly comes sometimes, but she's not in the office much. No. She's not. Uh, it smells so much better. So thank you for, for bringing a nice scent. Fresh scent to the yeah. to the office area but seriously no we're thankful that you're here jessica because mm-hmm. uh, we know you're going to bring a lot to the team we look forward to working beside you and uh ministering to folks through administration it's going to be awesome thanks i'm very excited can i say one more thing before we wrap up uh-huh this coming sunday yes july 19th yes. we are doing the lord's supper whoop, whoop. and that means for those of you watching online which is most of you you're going to need to go ahead and get ready for that Yes. So that you're not scrambling and you're doing Diet Dr. Pepper and Oreos for Lord's Supper, which isn't the worst thing in the say, world. That it really sounds be, good. It'd be kind of awkward. Can I bring that? But if you have Diet Dr. Pepper, does that mean you're going to eat more Oreos? No. Yes. Anyway, just go ahead and be ready. Crackers, bread, grape juice, Capri Sun, whatever. Yeah. Just have it ready. That'd Lord's Supper, Sunday, July 19th. 
All right. Thanks, Matt, for sharing that, reminding folks what's coming up on the 19th. We have come to the end of another episode of West Franklin Talks. We want to say thanks for joining us. Matt and I will be back next week to unpack another sermon. In the meantime, be good, be safe, and may the Lord bless you and keep you. See you later.